Oh, how the tables have turned for Activision. This time they're on the filing end of a lawsuit against a German cheat service responsible for Warzone and Call of Duty exploits. And the Consumer Electronics Show just happened. Bunch of cool new announcements coming out of there. We got all that news and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Gaming News Weekly is back with another episode. We are the best weekly video game news show out there, and we're bringing you all that sweet video game news that you need to know. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined by Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you today? Oh, doing good. A little chilly, buried in the snow, uh, but all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, we were just talking about how we both got we both got a little snowy today. Uh, you know, we had a fun snow day out there making snow angels, making snow oh, yeah. people. <laughs> snow pee. Snow pee. Don't eat that. Don't yeah. eat the yellow snow. <laughs> Words to live by, children. Do not eat the yellow snow. Only eat the white and the brown. Um, yeah, so what's been up? What have you been up to other than playing in the snow? You been doing anything fun? You know, I'm still on that uh, Call of Duty Atomic camo grind it's it's eating at my soul a little bit uh Dude. this past week we had uh i know you got in on the uh multiplayer a little bit mm-hmm. uh we had the like quadruple xp or something crazy like that it was just double xp across the board even with that it was so hard to level up some of these guns um i tried to take advantage of it as i could but man it, it's a grind definitely you're gonna be playing that until you're gonna be doing that until the the next. You're gonna hit it right when the next Call of Duty comes out. Probably, and I won't be able to show it off. And what will have been the point? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. What what uh what's the weapon you've been working on? What's been the hardest? Uh, the hardest is the launchers. They're they're kind of broken. Mm. A couple of the last really? ones, or at least one of the last ones. Yeah, it's like uh you know destroy three kill streaks in one match three times or no uh thirty times total. But it, I have like one so far with this weapon Oof. because it doesn't even actually kill the aerial streaks, which is a problem. And then you're basically left up to dogs. And if yeah, you don't kill three dogs, that's the whole point of them. Yeah, the, the, is the planes and shit. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's the point of having them if you can't shoot those down? Yeah, it's been a grind. It's going to be a grind. What have you been into? Ah, uh, I've been playing more Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really getting into that. Nice. Um, and then I just started playing on, uh, so one of the newest PlayStation Plus games is a game called Deep Rock Galactic. Mm. Um, so I started that, I've been playing that, I've been, um, so it's a four-player co-op game. Uh, we'll get into it in, in our new releases, because that's the, you know, the one yeah. game that came out. But, um, I, I haven't played co-op yet, so it's a four-player co-op, I haven't gotten into the co-op, I just got in there to kind of learn the dynamics of the game in preparation for hopefully a, a nice gaming session with some friends this weekend uh, where we uh, are a bunch of dwarven uh, miners uh, trying to uh, kill aliens. Nice. Um, but yeah, that being said, let's get into it. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. Again, I say new releases. It's really just new release. And even then, it's not even that new. Like, this game has been out for a long time. So it was out in early access in 2018 uh, on PC. 
and then 2020 came out on PC and Xbox, and now it is finally available for PlayStation system, systems, PS4 and PS5, and it was put out for free. You could, you know, with the PlayStation Plus um, subscription. So uh, this just came out on January 4th, and yeah, like I said, it's a four-player co-op game it's like a sci-fi game where you're like these dwarves and you have to mine for stuff and like you know it's it the game loop the 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 hook of it is really good you go out there you mine and um then you upgrade your stuff you know there, there's things that come saying it's like minecraft meets uh oh what was it starship troopers is what oh, nice. one of the taglines was and i was like sold um but i've never played minecraft but yeah this is like so all the environments are 100% destructible. They're all procedurally generated. And, uh, yeah, you just go in there and, like, there's aliens come at you and you got to get this stuff to, like, upgrade your stuff. Um, but, yeah, I could see having a lot of fun with this. I'm excited to get in there with three other people and, and see what that's all about. But, uh, yeah, that was our that was our big release this past week. You know, nice. ho- hopefully it'll pick up uh, in, the, in the coming weeks so we at least have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing this game when it was uh, announced the last time uh, for the original release, and it looked pretty interesting. And I, I yeah. definitely like taking like two games and, and saying that it's uh, it's this game mixed with that one. What I yeah. had down for this was No Man's Sky meets Borderlands. It's sort of got okay. that terrain yep. manipulation that uh, the No Man's Sky had, but Absolutely. It, it looks and- really awesome. As soon as I booted it up, I was like, this looks a lot like No Man's Sky. And I wonder if it has something to do with like it also being procedurally generated, where you know it just has that the same aesthetic where like, yeah. all right, let's put in like all this stuff and uh, you know, just see what how, so. it, how it turns out. But yeah, yeah, it was it, it's been a lot of fun. So yeah. um looking forward to, to playing that more. That that so that also came out with um well we're talking about it, PlayStation Plus games for last month dirt five and persona five strikers so i haven't played either of those but um you know i'm gonna get it i'm gonna have to get into those as well um but that's a perfect segue into our news of the week this whole show i'm gonna segue and i'm gonna segue flawlessly into each new topic just watch um so those were those were our free PlayStation Plus games from last week. This week, let's talk about the new Game Pass games that were announced for January. This is already shaping up to be uh, a huge month. They're starting 2022 very strong. So, first up, Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming to Game Pass. Now, this is massive. All three of the Mass Effect games plus. The 40 DLC add-ons and fully improved, like remastered Mass Effect One. They updated all like the game, uh, the the way it plays. You know, it's not as clunky. So, so that's huge. Another one that just announced to Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, Day One. That's going to be coming to Game Pass. Um, and hang on, there's a bunch of other ones. I, I have the the list here um gora goa olija now these are actually games i'm not just uh having a stroke or just saying <laughs> random syllables uh i promise you um the pedestrian ember outer wilds 
That's another one that I'm super psyched to play. Have you ever played that one? No. I've heard great things about it. It's just like an exploration type game. Um, Spelunky 2, The Anacrusis, that's uh, a game preview. So the full one will come out on Game Pass at some point in the future, but that's just a preview. And then, yeah, again, Rainbow Six Extraction. So that's just the first half of the month. They're going to do another announcement in a couple weeks for the second half of the month. It's crazy. Nice. So... I'm telling you, man, they're killing it with this. Uh, I just bought two years of Game Pass Ultimate. I'm set for a while. Um, oh, yeah. So now I just got to get an I got to get an Xbox or a gaming PC or something so that I, I'm not just stuck to playing the cloud games. Um, so, because I mean, yeah, like I'm said, they're 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 crushing it. Yeah, yeah, they keep pushing it, and I think that's that that could be a reason why we have such good titles on the PlayStation games this month. Um, mm -hmm. Deep Rock Galactic being the first in my memory that's like a brand new release to be one of the free with uh, your PlayStation subscription. Yeah, they do it occasionally. Not as much. Um, but, yeah, more so for the PS5 games that are coming out. And never like a huge title, you know? It's never like a... I mean, there have been some, like, so uh, Destruction All-Stars, Bug Snacks, both of those came out uh, day and date for PS5. And those were like, they were going to be you know oh, yeah, titles yeah. standalone titles but like not not like huge triple a titles or whatever but yeah i mean just having mass effect legendary on there now that's part of like the ea thing that that is also uh included in the game pass which actually leads me to uh, another little side thing um in addition to the tom clancy's rainbow six extraction being announced for that uh they also announced it uh ubisoft plus which is their subscription service Right now, only available as cloud-based gaming. So it's on Stadia um, and a couple of the other cloud-based um, gaming things. But that, they said, was also coming to Xbox. Now, they didn't say Xbox Game Pass. Uh, they said it's coming to Xbox. So you could play it over the cloud through an Xbox. You might even be able to download those games. And what that is, that's the same thing. Like It's just Ubisoft games um, that you could play day and date as they come out like riders republic and far cry 6 and those games but now i'm wondering if they're gonna somehow xbox is gonna do some magic and get that included in the in the game pass lineup they already announced that rainbow six extraction is is included so oh, that would be cool dude that would be insane if they could get those games on top of all the other the huge catalog they've gotten so yeah. far that's so. that'd be really cool uh Hopefully, what we don't see happen, because I can see that flipping the other way, too. Uh, just like we have a streaming right now, everybody thinks that they've got to have their streaming service so they can mm -hmm. pinch that last little dime out of us. Hopefully, we don't see the Ubisoft one, the Rockstar one, and all of those, rather than all of those great titles combined into the Xbox, you know, as if that were, like, the Netflix of streaming. Yeah, like, if you have to get them all separate now. Yeah, it's... That's the thing. you got, And then with games, though, you got to, like, weigh the price comparison it's different with like a netflix and you know paramount plus and peacock and all those things um because there's always stuff that you could consume on there like with a game i mean you'll, you'll play a new game but like it's only gonna be for so long until then you go back to play the same game you've been playing countless times you know yeah. it's nice that's what i love about this game pass service is that like i'm trying i'm playing mostly indie games on here like i'm about to start the gunk which i've heard was uh uh a great game uh and it's you could beat that in like a handful of like 
four or five hours. And I was like, that's exactly what I want, especially the way I'm doing it. I'm sitting at my computer doing it and instead of like, you know, at my console or whatever. But, you know, I say that weird. But I, when I say my computer, I don't mean like my gaming PC. I'm like sitting on my couch, my laptop on my lap oh, yeah. playing these video games, you know. So it's a little different. But, um, yeah, so a lot of great things coming. I, I really do get excited about the, the game announcements every month coming to Game Pass. I, I hope that PlayStation could follow suit and do something similar because, yeah, they're, Xbox is just, I mean, that's all that people are talking about is, yeah. you know, the stuff coming to, to Xbox and to Game Pass. So we'll see. Hopefully uh, they'll work on some. All right, next up, let's talk about consumer electronic show ces 2022 just took place surprisingly in person they had a um a whole you know a whole expo thing set up where and now what this is it's all like electronics um tvs and computers and and all sorts of stuff so there's not usually a ton of video game announcements uh kind of peripherally you know there is so they had like um a killer instinct pro arcade cabinet was one of the cool announcements um and then uh, a bunch of new tvs there's some uh beautiful like sony tvs that are like oled ready for ps5 uh there's these foldable oled laptops which look uh crazy now i mean i know laptops are foldable already but i'm talking like full screen like craziness um but one of the big announcements was the ps vr 2 officially announced by sony at this event uh some details on that are the name so we got psvr2 is the official name they also announced the sense controllers so this is similar to the the dual sense controllers that we have with the playstation 5 haptic feedback all that sort of thing and then the some feet some details about the actual psvr system so it's going to have an oled display with a 2000 by 2040 per eye panel resolution. And then the headset will also support 90 hertz and 120 hertz with a field of view of approximately 110 degrees. Um, they also noted that there will be four cameras on the headset and a controller tracking IR camera for per eye tracking. So uh, your movements and the direction you look are reflected in game without a need for an external camera um so i thought that was pretty cool um well yeah i have a, a psvr now and i'm on the fence about getting a new one i don't use it as much as i would like every time i do play it i enjoy it like i have fun playing beat saber and um you know uh resident evil and that sort of thing like but it's not as often maybe like once every couple of weeks i'll even i'll play it you know yeah but yeah uh, i've got a little bit of experience with vr uh mainly the oculus quest 2 and i looked at a comparison just to know where sort of the baselines are for the psvr 2 and it looks like in just about every category it, it just ekes ahead of the quest 2 um but really but this is using you know this is a big upgrade from the last psvr which required the camera and things like that Mm -hmm. um, whereas this is more like the Quest 2, where it's just all in the headset. Um, so that is an extremely nice feature. And then that yeah. haptic feedback seems really cool, too. Like, in the headset itself. Yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. I don't I don't know much about it. They just announced that they have haptic feedback as a feature, whether it's just in the controllers or what. 
<clears throat> I'm not certain. The one thing now is the is the Oculus one is that or Meta Quest Two is that um, wireless? It is it's, right. It's one hundred percent wireless for the built-in games. You can also tether that to your PC if you have a graphics card uh, through USB, and you can run like stronger games or, or harder to run games through your PC. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, the I know the PSVR two. They've said that it will be wired again. So that's one of the downsides. But also at the yeah. same time, if you could get that to where you're fine with the wire, like it's definitely a plus. Like you'll be able to yeah. run much better games oh, yeah. if you're connected to your to your very powerful PlayStation Five. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it's exciting. I, I, again, was unsure if I was going to pick one up. I guess it's going to depend on price and all that stuff. There was no price or anything announced for that. The only thing they said was that they're expected, they're hoping to get it out for holiday 2022. So, um, you know, I'm sure a lot more information will be coming out um, before then. One thing that they did announce, though, that, like, kind of got me a little bit excited. Horizon Call of the Mountain. It is a new Horizon game built for the PlayStation VR uh, system. So that right there, like, I mean, the Horizon world is dope. It's it's such a fun world to play in. I can't imagine what that would look like in, in VR. So. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Because that's a yeah. game that just everything feels so snappy and perfect about the movement and the action when you're seeing it go down. Yeah, they do a great job with that. Um, I think, yeah, Guerrilla Games. Um they don't they don't mess around everything is just is is really perfect and i believe that they do a great job uh on a vr game as well and on top of that it's like the scale in that like so you've got these giant monsters these giant dinosaurs now something like that in vr dude that's where it's all about when like it's just like when you look up and you see like these giant dinosaurs right next to you and stuff so that'll be pretty dope um so it, it might get me what really got me to get the current iteration was going to so Best Buy would have these demos set up, and you could go and you could play these games. And I played it, and it was the first time I ever put, had a VR headset on. And I could not believe it, dude. I got so sick playing it the one time. Like, I was like, oh my God, I can't get this. But I was so amazed that I was like, I have to get it and worry about the sickness afterwards. Um, yeah. Because it was, but yeah, dude, I was so, I came out of it. It was like, I played for like five minutes and I was sweating. I it was like, so, like, yeah. Not oh good. yeah, that is uh that's one other upgrade that's coming with that PSVR over the Quest 2. It's got the OLED screen in it, so that means when it's black, the pixels are off. So hopefully the face mm-hmm. sweat <laughs> that's a big problem for me too with with uh with VR. Uh hopefully that'll help solve that though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Another thing featured at CES were graphics cards. Lots and lots of graphics cards. So you know, this is where I, I throw things to, to full clip for our graphics cards <laughs> corner. Take it away. Oh, yeah. All right. So NVIDIA announced their uh, new highest end of the spectrum and lowest end of the spectrum for the 30 series GPUs. Um, we did talk previously um, earlier last last year, I guess now technically, um, but not that long ago. We talked about the 40 series sort of being leaked in different ways. Uh, some of the prices that those might come out as. Uh, but we also talked about some of these 3090 series cards as well. So the high-end card is going to be the 3090 Ti. It's not been uh, announced 
the exact price that it's going to be, but you can bet that it's probably going to be expensive. Um, but powerful. It'll be the most powerful card that, that they've uh, released so far with 24 gigs of GDDR6 memory. And that is uh, with 320 tensor cores, 40 shader cores, 78 ray tracing cores, which... You know, you got me as to what each of those do. I do know what ray tracing is. That's that's like lighting stuff, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so that's going to be at the high end. And uh, we don't know exactly when it's going to release yet. But they say by the end of the month we should hear something uh, further. Then on the lower end of things, this is your entry-level card. So it's going to be the 3050. We do know that the price is going to be about 250 So the cheapest card that they've come out with in a while. Um, but they're saying don't be fooled by the low price. It's probably an upgrade, you know, if you have a mid-range card from a few generations ago. Uh, this, uh, according, you know, according to the what's come out so far, um, it sits closer to about 8 gigs of the GDDR6 memory. Um, but they do say, which is impressive for, it's, it's, it's a lower-end card, but it is going to support ray tracing. So uh, Minecraft is going to look better than it ever has. Nice. That's what, that's what you need, dude. That sweet-looking Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Sounds like, yeah, lot more options when it comes to that stuff is always uh, a good thing. Uh, and, I, yeah, I was reading about the amount of, um, you know, lower-end, uh, I guess, price-wise. You know, there's still quality cards um, that are coming out, but, you know, you don't have to break the bank in order to get something that's going to look make yeah. your make your games look great. So, yeah, that's always that's good. A- that is assuming you can get your hands on them, because uh, yeah. as we all know, scalpers um, probably going to gobble these up as fast as they come out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's exciting. Um, so that CES was in person. One thing that we just found out will not be in person. E3, um, the in-person event has been canceled officially. So now it wasn't even really officially announced that they were going to have an in-person event, but they were hoping to do one. Um, they haven't had one since 2019. Um, the The event that they had last year was just kind of, uh, I don't know, it was kind of just thrown together with um, these dates. They're like, here, these are the dates for E3. And then they had a bunch of like indie uh, digital press conferences and um you know a couple uh bigger showcases but you know ea and sony they've already been they've been out of e3 for a few years now so they weren't there and a couple of the other big names didn't prepare anything for last year's e3 so now that we know that this is officially uh canceled again the in-person event it'll be interesting in it interesting to see what this digital event is going to look like um so the the creators the the board for e3 did issue a statement saying due to the ongoing health risks risks surrounding covid19 and its potential impact on the safety of exhibitors and attendees e3 will not be held in person in 2022 we remain incredibly excited about the future of e3 and look forward to announcing more details soon so um that's pretty much all we've got they don't again no dates or anything um this to me is just another even when e3 was still in person i've been kind of sensing the death of e3 for a few years now we've had a couple like like sony dropped out ea dropped out they choose to do their own um shows a couple times sony did shows the same week um in a different 
in a central location to E3, but in an entirely different area. So they were kind of like piggybacking off of E3, and that mm. that worked out for them. Um, but <clears throat> now with everything going digital, we really don't, they don't need um, E3. Like everybody, and we've seen it recently. I mean, Nintendo puts out very popular directs. Um, Sony has their state of play. Xbox recently did a, a showcase um, entirely digital. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what E3 has in store, what they have to offer. Um, I mean, even like have the Game Awards, like ton of huge announcements at the Game Awards. Like, so there's a lot of different areas where where only E3. E3 was the place for all your video game news for like a whole week. Like it was just I mean, I remember being super excited for E3 week just because like you're going to get so much new information. Like being a, you know, I'm such a sucker for video game news and very video game journalism that like I was it was like my favorite week. And it hasn't been in probably like 5 years. Like there hasn't been much. So this is just seems like another kind of nail in the coffin of e3 but you know only time will tell i think they they need to do something switch something up they could still have a huge digital event but they need they need you know interest and they need announcements they need something to showcase so yeah yeah do you ever um follow that stuff the e3 stuff when it came out or just kind of uh, I've never really sought it out. I mean, I've always, it just comes to you anyway. Um, it does. But yeah, yeah I remember, to you. like you were saying, it was kind of thrown around in the media after the last couple um, about the death that's dying. It's uh, dying out. Um, I think, yeah, if they want to have a, a future, they probably need to get some of the big guys back on board. I guess from their yeah. perspective, why are you going to go and compete? with the other giants of the industry if you can get just about as many eyes on your stuff uh without involving your competition but i don't know yep yep uh we will see um one thing that is not dying or has died and is now coming back to life that was a that was a struggle of a segue but (laughs) it's gonna work GoldenEye 007, is it possibly rising from the dead? Is it coming to Xbox? Um, So there are rumors, and they're pretty valid rumors based on what we've seen, um, of the 1997 Nintendo 64 game GoldenEye 007 um, coming to Xbox. So uh, there have been photos streaming of a list of achievements for Xbox 55 total achievements with a 1,000 gamer score for the campaign and multiplayer, along with a thumbnail of the game, um, you know, the the game with uh, uh, the cover of the, you know, of, of the game on the, the website. So it seems pretty, seems pretty safe to say that at some point uh, this is going to be coming to Xbox, but... You know, right now, just rumor, no official announcements. And on top of that, so, like, it's the 60th anniversary of 007. So, they've been saying that, like, you know, they are they want all these big announcements coming. They want to have, like, you know, 007 everywhere. So, this seems like a perfect opportunity to, um, you know, put it out there. But previously, they've tried to put it out before um, Xbox, that is, because now that they own, you know, they have Rare, 
Um, but there have been rights issues. So I'm assuming rights issues with the 007 James Bond name. Um, but yeah, that stopped it from being previously released before. Were you a, uh, a GoldenEye a Golden player back in your day? Played the campaign, but I feel like I really missed out because I didn't play multiplayer. Dude, I played the multiplayer um, terribly. I was not good at it. I was, it was like, um, yeah, I got destroyed every time. I hated it. I hated the game. (laughs) But I think now that I've had a few, you know, uh, experiences with first-person shooters and stuff, I think I'd be much better. Um, But maybe I'll I'll get to find out real soon. It's exciting that I get to, um, you know, make up for my my shittiness from when I was a, a youngster. So... Yeah, we'll see. So, ninety-seven. Yeah, I was uh, I was old enough to be able to play this game properly, and I really uh, I didn't. So I need some retribution. Hopefully, this is uh, true information, and 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 we get some official announcements coming real soon because I yep. would uh, I'd love to get back in there. Yeah, you think there will be like a league for this? Oh man, yeah, there has to be, right? <laughs> I think so. You, I mean, it's gonna compete with uh yeah halo and call of duty but yeah no it'll be i really want to see what it what that multiplayer looks like on uh you know one of these older games so we'll see all right and lastly all right i got no segue no segue for this one activision blizzard is back to fighting the good fight um, they recently filed a lawsuit against German-based cheat makers Engine Owning. Now, there's uh, six people named in the lawsuit, and uh, what they do is they sell cheats to the public. So you could buy stuff like um, aimbots or trigger bots or like uh, radar that lets you see through buildings, and it's only like five bucks for three days of use to get this. Now, they do state when they're selling it that it may get you banned from playing the game. But, you know, Activision Blizzard, they're not having it. They don't, they, they want to put a stop to, to all these shenanigans. So, yeah. I read that they'd even sell you a uh, some sort of way around it, like a spoofer that lets you bypass the yes, ban. Exactly, yeah. So, it's just a scumbag company getting sued. Good Good on you, Activision. Finally doing something right in this world. Um, But Activision's lawyers, they uh, wrote, uh, Activision has spent and continues to spend an enormous amount of resources to combat cheating in its games. Notwithstanding those efforts, defendants' sale and distribution of the cheating software has caused Activision to suffer massive and irreparable damage to its goodwill and reputation and to lose substantial revenue. So... I don't know, man. I feel like this engine owning is they're gonna get destroyed. I think I don't think this company is gonna be around for much longer. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. Um yeah. now there's no doubt that people cheating, you know, I had a lot of people complain about cheaters in Warzone. Um it's no doubt that like that drew some people away from the game who would have might they might have spent money. Um but I saw some numbers floating around. Activision is going to try to pursue $2,500 for every case of uh, who they sold cheats to. 
and they say tens of thousands of people. So that is like eight hundred twenty-seven million dollars. That's yeah, the number this, I saw. There, this little that company, company doesn't have six, a billion dollars. <laughs> no, no, it's six people. Uh, you know, just selling cheating yeah. software. Yeah, they don't have that money. Like, I'm sure they they got they bought some nice cars and stuff, but yeah, <laughs> I, I doubt yeah. that they're uh, they're doing that. So. Yes, yeah. so I'm guessing Activision's strategy is like ask for a super high number, and then you oh, won't yeah. be disappointed when they settle for a lot less, or the court decides that they owe a little bit less than that. Yeah, ultimately they want to just destroy this company, you know, and yeah, uh, and send a message. Exactly, yeah, and set a message, set a precedent for um, these other companies that are going to pop up trying to do the same thing because they don't just sell to for for Call of Duty games; they sell for like a ton of other multiplayer games so yeah it'll be uh i'm glad that they're getting taken down and i i hope i hope they do like there is you know it's there is a gray area because they're not the the people they're just selling the product they're not the ones you know taking that product and, and put it in and cheating with it but they're making it available so you know it is a little bit of a gray area but ultimately i think you know i think they have activision has a good a good chance to win this lawsuit so yeah all right that's all i got you got anything else to add nope all right that is it for our news of the week let's move on to our latest content creator of the week all right this week we are featuring a South African Valorant player named Pezlee22. Um, she is a Twitch streamer. She is amazing at Valorant and a lot of fun to watch. So um, she's out there just, I mean, it's basically all she does. She's just crushing Valorant. She's like one of those, you know, we, we talk about every week, different types of players. And she's one that's just, you know, playing one game and just playing it to the best of her ability. Um, a, a lot of their clips were just, yeah, really just, she's having fun. She's kicking ass and, uh, you know, she's on Twitch. So go check out her Twitch stream. She's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can follow her on all of those. What, you know, what do you want to add? Tell, tell yeah, me a little bit. Yeah. Really good stuff. Um, you know, most of the, the uh, there are like 11 minute videos, so you can watch a lot of this stuff in long form, but a lot of the videos she has up so far quick clips so very digestible you can just go and scroll through half a dozen of them really quickly and uh looks like some amazing plays i haven't played valorant in a while so it's it's hard for me to tell but uh looks like good stuff and she's on looks like all the major social media platforms you can follow her there as well yeah yeah i've never played valorant and i was still enjoy i this is one of the one one of the games that i've never played that i enjoy watching because it's that um that 5v5 it's the same thing with like the rainbow six games like those are yeah. like they get intense you know when you're down to like the last person or whatever you could get that what do they call it an ace you could get an ace oh yeah that's you know that's, you know that's a uh, game gamer lingo dude you probably don't know what that means it's cool shit oh. um yeah so yeah go give her a follow we'll put um all her or her page information in the show notes so check it out Tell her that Gaming News Weekly says hey. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else that you want to add to to this uh, shit show? 
Yeah, well, if, if you want your content to be uh, featured, uh, send us a message, and we'll take a look at it. If we deem it worthy, we'll uh, we'll put it in the show. Yes, we are the we are the people who deem things. I like to deem. Yeah, you're demon. You're a demon. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that about you. All right, that's it for our show. Um, my name's Erock the Red. This is Full Clip. Follow us on Fruit Lab. Uh, he is also on Twitch out there trying to get those skins, baby. Uh, follow mm-hmm. him, uh, Full Clip underscore FL. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, Pop Culture Playground. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram under the same name. And uh, yeah, go listen to this same podcast that you just watched. Now put it on your Zoom or your iPod Touch. And go oh, yeah. listen to us talk about the same stuff. But now that you know where we're going, you'll be much more excited to hear about it. That's how that yeah. works. Yeah. Catch our next episode on Kazaa, Bear Share, yeah. LimeWire. Exactly. Wire. Get us on the LimeWire. But yeah, no, either way, go to um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Find Gaming News Weekly there. Give us five-star reviews. That's how this gets out there. That's how people find us. They listen to us. They love us. We become billionaires, and oh, yeah. uh, and then we, you know, and then we're just done. We just move on. We go buy a video game cheating company and sweet cars and move on with our lives. Yes. All right. That being said, we're gonna get the hell out of here. Thanks for watching. We will see you next week. Bye. Later.